Hi, I'm Juliana Davis. I'm Julie Bradley. We're Juliana Squared. I'm in here with Jake, the garage band extraordinaire <laughs> slash rapper. Um, we here. We interviewed you yesterday, answered a few questions. Um, we have some more. Are you ready? I'm ready. I've been right. ready. Born ready. <laughs> the podcast. What were the last three songs that you listened to? Like in general? Yeah. Or Oh, damn. Uh, <laughs> last three songs I listened to. Um probably i listen to wow this is a hard question i listen to um i actually just was just listening to the machine gun kelly mixtape the other day not the other day i mean that's the last thing mm-hmm. i can remember doing but he has songs on there called um almost on everything and blue skies so i think those were like the three ones that i was mm-hmm. vibing to <laughs> you ever vibe to your own songs no I mean, I, I think that's ridiculous. Cause I, if you guys ever heard the story of like Kanye West in the club and like the comedian, you guys never. Okay, so there's this, there's this thing. I was watching this interview. It was super funny. And this comedian, um, saw Kanye West in the club and he had his headphones on. And he was just like, oh, these beats are sick. Oh yeah. And the guy went up to him, asked what he was listening to, and he just showed him that it was his album. So I'm not like that. I'm not like in the room, my room, like, oh, I'm so good. Like, who is this? Wow. But like, if I'm if I'm making something, then I'll li- I'll obviously listen to it a hundred times to make sure it's good. But I always put myself in the perspective of the person listening. So um, if I ever like compliment my own music, <laughs> it's not because I'm trying to be cocky. It's more of I'm just trying to make what people like. So I'm always viewing it from their perspective. And if it sucks, I say it sucks. If it's horrible, which it has been many times, then I'll I always say that first but it's after like work and work and work that, that i can just makes you better though yeah, yeah. Mm. Right. um do you have any upcoming gigs gigs uh <laughs> well n- well uh, so i'm i'm working on a new tape right now um and that i'm going i'm flying which i told you guys i'm flying out to indianapolis next weekend to record that but hopefully with that once i get that out that's all like original beats so that's like i've bought them i've purchased them with my own money um bought my plane ticket, bought, you know, everything I, like, I'm putting all my own money. I work, like, mm-hmm. five days a week um, to fund all of this, um, which a lot of people don't know. But uh, the extent of it is that once it comes out, that's when I'm really going to start with promotion and all that. I'm really going to start um, investing more money into, like, advertising and endorsements and trying to connect with more people who do this and people who live in different states and um, I think shows, actual shows, will come of that. Um, the only times I've ever rapped were for like open mics or um, things at Regis or uh, for my parents. <laughs> <laughs> so if I asked you to come to my birthday party and rap there, you would. Uh, yeah, of course. I don't know how how popular my music would be there, just because it's like it's not like the poppy stuff that most people listen to but i mean i'm down i'm down <laughs> if, if you had like the opportunity to sign with the record label do you have like any special one in mind um wow <laughs> you know i i do um
Yeah, really good song. That's definitely like the earliest form of new wave, I'd think. Like at least as far as their songs. There's a couple that are more rockish and more upbeat, but I think that's like that just is like the quintessential police song. The repetitiveness of that song is it's so stuck good, in my though. head. It's just, you can't <laughs> stop thinking about it. It's just so good. But um I think it's your turn. Awesome. Yes, I did Blondie. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, Love them. Blondie is an American rock band founded by Debbie Harry and Chris Chris Stein. Um, they started in New York in mid early seventies, uh, mm-hmm. but they mid late seventies. Um, but they actually got very popular in the in the UK and yeah. Australia before. Because I'd say the new wave, the whole new wave thing, was more popular over there in than the u.s because i mean like the police they kind of started the second british invasion is mm. what i've read but i that's interesting that it they blew up over there first I, that I, makes know, sense to me the though. more we study this kind of stuff the more i find that that's a trend mm-hmm. it's weird um a lot of american band, bands get really popular in the uk first but yeah they started uh 1974 um in new york and they're actually still active i mean yeah. obviously not not all of the members but i know that debbie harry is still uh, singing. you know still 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 singing um they were inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame in 2006 mm-hmm. and you know i actually kind of like this the first uh the first name that they had for their band was uh, a snake uh Angel and the Snake, I think it was, mm. which um, was kind of cool. I know that uh, Debbie and Chris had like yeah. a romantic relationship. I didn't or know whatever. they got inducted in the Rock Hall of Fame. I know yeah. the police did in two thousand three. I forgot to mention that, but I didn't know they were. Yeah, two thousand six. Huh. Interesting. Um, and actually, Debbie Harry was a was a Playboy bunny before she be before she got famous. So That's you know, funny. just funny little. But that kind of makes sense. You know, she yeah, she beautiful. has that beautiful kind of <laughs> risque. I mean. <laughs> That risqueness about her, and yeah. especially in a lot of her songs. But, but the song that I chose was Heart of Glass. Oh, God, I love that song. I love that song. That's a song that could have been released this year, and you wouldn't know it. Like, you could tell someone this is a new, that's like a new song that came out, and they'd believe you. It's so time. Like, that's just <laughs> how I feel. Timeless. It's just, it, it really is timeless. I, yeah. That's such a, if you went up to, like, just a person who's into mainstream music, and you say, it's a new indie band that just came out, mm. they would probably believe you, because it's just such a... So synth heavy, vocal heavy. It's so good. I love this song. And actually, I'm gonna plug a band, another band in. There's a band called Mini Mansions who did a cover of this song, and it is, it is so good. I almost like it as much as the original. Nothing really compares, but go check that one out after you listen to this. Mini Mansions. Yeah, really good. Awesome. Okay, good. Well, this is the original Mm -hmm. Blondie Heart. The good one. The really good one. Yeah. You're right. That song definitely could go with any oh, I know. time. Yeah. Line. That's why I love that other cover I was mentioning earlier so much, just because, like, <laughs> if you say that's the original, they'd probably believe you because they're so, <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just right. something to think about. Awesome. So we're doing another one of yours? Yes. We're doing another one, um, one that's kind of near and dear to my heart. I'm Everyone's doing near. Oh, yeah, you especially. <laughs> talking Heads. Um, this, I mean, I say near and dear. I'm doing Talking Heads, This Must Be The Place. And that was my parents' wedding song. Yeah, and I mean, it's such a good song no matter what. Yeah, it's such a good song. And I, the first time I heard it was on their, like, wedding video. Mm-hmm. And, ugh, I mean, from there on, it was just, it meant a lot. But... 
So the Talking Heads are an American rock band. They were formed in 1975 in New yep. York City. Um, three of their band members, I believe, David uh, David Byrne, Chris mm-hmm. France, and Tina Weymouth. Weymouth. Uh, they met each other in the Rhode Island School of Design is where they started mm-hmm. uh, playing together. Yep. So that's where the band originated. Um, but yeah, uh, they were noted as one of the most critically acclaimed bands of the 80s. Um, you know, they're just, they're the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they're they're amazing. And I think that This Must Be The Place is just such a beautiful... Quintessential song Such a them. beautiful song. Um, just It's another like one of those thing. that I'd say, like, people hear it and probably don't think, like, oh, that came out in the 70s and 80s. Like, that's just... No, exactly. Yeah, and I mean, I think that goes along with the genre in itself, but I, d- I think especially with the Talking Heads and all the bands we picked, maybe besides the Police, but I definitely think the one we're doing next also, but... Right. I think one of the most notable songs that I always think of when I think of Talking Heads is Psycho Killer, Killer. of course. Um, Mm -hmm. Life During Wartime, uh, Once in a Lifetime. Yeah, totally. Very, very well-known songs for those those of you that don't necessarily know the Talking Mm -hmm. Heads. But, yeah, so my song is Talking Heads. This makes me... This this must be the place. Um, but also I want to plug uh, again. Yeah. Uh, the Lumineers did a yeah. beautiful, beautiful version yeah. of this song. Um, and on, t- I, you on know. top of that, that guy I've told you about this Kishi Bashi, who's a violinist from Juilliard, who's actually an indie pop band. He did a cover of this song. This song has been covered by everyone, and it's always good. But I think those two stand out in my mind. For Very sure. much so. So Especially if the anyone wants to go check those out, those mm-hmm. are definitely good renditions of the song. But yeah. Uh, yes, so the talk or just talking heads, this must be the place. What a great song. Yeah, really good. Um, so moving on from that. Wait, quick. My favorite line is Yeah. You got a face with a view. I don't know why, but that even, means, I, that's yeah. so beautiful. There's that's a lot, so it's a really well written song. Like, it's, it's a poem. It's, yeah, it it's is. a straight up poem. Yeah, no, very good. So, anyways, in conclusion, I, I fought to be go last just because I think. Since I picked this genre, I wanted to like pick the quintessential new wave song or band, and I I think I did. Um, that's up for debate, but I mean, if right. you disagree, that's you. That's your opinion. <laughs> I mean, it's it's really it's subjective with music. But so I picked for the last song. I picked um the band New Order. New Order is interesting. New Order is like kind of a sad story, actually. So I'm sure you've heard, and I'm sure so many other people have heard of Joy Division. One of the best Definitely. post-punk you know, bands ever. And um, New Order actually started when Ian Curtis of Joy Division, uh, he committed suicide. Really? And so um, the, the guys in the band wanted to continue on, and but they you know, decided in his honor not to continue with Joy Division, so they picked New Order. Really? So that, I know, no one really knows that, but I, didn't, I mean, that's yeah, New Order went on to be one of the most influential bands of the 80s. I mean, 80s. that's kind of, it's really it's sad. It's really sad, but it's, 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 it, no one really knows that, but, um, yeah, Peter Hook and, uh, Bernard Summer, uh, started it as, like, to be official, and mm-hmm. Peter Hook's no longer in it, because they're actually still touring, they're still, they just released, <laughs> they were, their last release, Dang. I think, I'm not sure exactly, oh, well, they broke up, uh, their first breakup was in 1993. They were together from 1980 to 1993. Mm-hmm. Then they were together from 1998 to 2007. And then they recently got back in 2011 and are still together. Um, but yeah, they're actually releasing, they actually just released a new album um, entitled Music Complete on uh, September 25th. 
Really? Yeah, that's recent. Really, really recent. recent. And I, it also says November twenty, uh, November. So I think maybe a, a deluxe version coming out in November. But it's not your uh, song. Isn't from their newest. No, album. mine's from their second album. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, really influential band. I think they're probably the most important band to new wave and just the whole. Because I mean, what really made them different is they mixed uh, this whole post punk movement movement that was becoming new wave and mixed it with electronic dance music that was getting really popular in the 80s and i honestly think that's what created the indie pop genre or or indie electro genre is really? to what it is now and you'll totally hear it and this is i keep saying this but this song age of consent 1983 off of the album power corruption and lies honestly when i first heard it i thought it came out i thought it was a new song cuz it was on the radio and i thought it was some new band and I was, and then I looked it up and was like, "Oh, New Order. That's okay. That's who it was, and they've been around forever." I think that th I mean we've said this a lot, but that mm. encapsulates the idea of New Wave. Yeah, no, no, no. It's it's timeless. Um, but yeah, so this song's called "Age of Consent," like I said, off of Power, Corruption, and Lies. So I think we're gonna end with that. Yeah. So it's just like the most quintessential New Wave bit. That song, just like. I don't know why, but it just it just makes me feel like Everyone, I'm in a movie Everyone, if or you something. see Jack Doherty walking down the street and you ask him for money every time he said quintessential or timeless this episode, you keep track. It's a yeah. dollar for each time yeah. he said that. <laughs> I mean, if you th but I'm right. Like, it's no, totally you're right, you're true. Right. <laughs> like, if you listen to that song, it's like every single, like, I don't know. It's just Thoris them. Yeah, no, it's just they're perfect. <laughs> they're like they're the really best. good. No, 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 and that that encapsulates new wave as a whole. Yeah, no, and I mean, Which is the even point. Th they share a word, new. There you go. <laughs> new order, no, but absolutely, they're one of my favorites of all time. I want to see them so. I'm just happy they're still around. Even the new stuff they're making is unbelievable and amazing. Like I just can't believe how good they're doing for. I mean, they're not old, but you know, they're in their fifties, and it's like that's crazy to be that to be a rock band to in be your able 50s. to make music that still matters to people at that age. That's what that's what every musician's goal is. I me. feel like, yeah, um, you know, is to have that, uh, you know, be still be relevant. Their mm -hmm. art to still mean yeah. something to people. Because there's bands like Rolling Stones, but they haven't made new music, and no, you know, yeah. they're not coming out with new stuff. But like, you know, people go to see them because they were the Rolling Stones, and and they still are. But like, I think New New Order is like one of those things that like no one really knows about them in our generation. And I mean, that's fine. I don't expect yeah. kids to be you know who aren't into mu as into music as we are in that sense. Like, I think that shows a lot that like they still can matter to people who haven't been following them forever. So, right. Yeah. That's what I think new wave represents. Awesome. Well, that kind of wraps our episode. Um, mm -hmm. for people, I highly recommend, um, people going back and listening to the covers that yeah, we kind of suggested yeah. because those are yeah. some crazy, really amazing good. covers. Um, so yes, we will be back next week. Um, mm -hmm. probably with some decade stuff because yeah, we'll, we're we'll switching it off. Out. Yep. But, uh, thank you so much. This has been Fiona and Jack radio. I'm Fiona Murphy. I'm Jack Diaz Doherty. Thank you so much. Thanks. Bye.